Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today as we get the opportunity to meet the advisory board from the Empower Me To Next program. I am Susan Goldblatt. I am the CEO and founder. And what I'll do is I'll give you a little bit of background of what we're all about and what we want to get out of this program. And then the advisory board will introduce themselves. So very quickly, um, the Empower Me To Next program is all about empowering minds through diversity, um, equity, and inclusion. And it's about creating journeys through programs and events that enable the underprivileged and underserved to explore their utmost potential and to bring them the opportunity to work alongside successful leaders like those who are sitting on our board who have traveled their similar journey. So we have created seven journeys in the program, um, which I'm highlighting to you here. And very quickly and in summary, um, it, it is encompassed for the empowerment. The first one being the educational opportunity, which we will elaborate a little bit more as we go into future podcasts and as we launch the program, but it's the opportunity to enable scholarships, tutoring and internships, um, textbook support, hardware and software. The same around mental wellness, some yoga, some meditation, pure chats, a book club, a gratitude day, and a fit challenge, just to make sure that in this pandemic, we're all doing well. The other journey is peer mentorship, where we will have some one-on-ones around technology, uh, marketing professionals, nursing professionals, law professionals, people who are involved in commerce, and also do a buddy project where we look to highlight a person or two as the buddy project for the month or for the year, or we haven't really determined that, but we're looking to see who comes in so that we can determine what the buddy project would look like. The other journeys are organizational partnership. And here, what we're looking to do is reach out to our community, um, our small businesses, even the government through grants, churches, and joint ventures to ensure that we have their backing and their support as we launch our Empower Me To Next program. The next journey is women empowerment, one that is near and dear to my heart. And again, this is enabling the women, these, the women to be able to defend themselves through some self-defense classes, personal care, um, giving you some job skills that are mostly uh, in a field that maybe we're not comfortable with because it's very male dominated prepare you for public speaking, making sure that we stop the ums and the outs and you know and you like, like I do sometimes. And then also do a girls night out, even though we're in this pandemic, um, I look in the future to make sure that we can maybe get together at an event. But for now, we will have some virtual girls night out. The next one is environmental justice. And again, making sure that we prepare our environment and our world for the next uh, the next level of children, our children, their children, and so forth. And we will enable that through a planting project, you know, cut down a tree, put a tree, recycling activity, energy efficiencies, making sure your leaky faucets are clean. And again, making sure we enable clean water for just about everyone. And the last one, another topic that's near and dear to me is around racial and social awareness. And again, I want to make sure that everyone that comes into this program will know what it is to be involved with all types of racial and social um, cues and social environments and learning through music and through dance, again, through some diversity, equity and inclusion training, the LGBTQIA 
peer-to-peer -peer program. So getting people to talk to other people that are just like them. And then of course, a volunteer day that we can pick to uh, choose what organization we will go and volunteer our opportunities and give them the opportunity as well. So those are the seven journeys in a nutshell. And what I want to do now is just give you a little background on myself. Again, as I mentioned, I am the CEO and founder of the company. I have a dynamic advisory board behind me. I am an information management professional. I have over 30 years of global experience in Europe, Asia, and Latin America. I know I, I, I started when I was 10 years old. Um, I hold a BS in computer science as well as an MBA in finance. And I'm currently, currently, believe it or not, studying for my PhD in business management. So wish me luck. Um, throughout my career, I've always been a mentor, an educator, and a coach. I am a huge advocate for public school children. I am a product of public schools. I am also Latina. I know I don't really look it, but I am Latina. And you will see as I talk more and more that the Latina in me comes out. But my vision and my drive for Empower, Empower Me To Next is to create programs and events that will enable these journeys and that to all of you who join, that you can explore your potential and bring opportunities for your success. So on that note, I would like to bring my advisory board in and I would like to start with Mr. Juan Santana. Please introduce yourself. Yes, uh, how everybody's doing. My name is Juan Santana. Uh, some people might say that I am the brain behind all of this. Uh, I'm also come from an information technology background, uh, uh, a bachelor's in information technology and a master in business administration. Uh, in my journey it, uh, has been, uh, it's been a wonderful journey because I, I was lucky enough to encounter someone like Ms. Goblat in my life at my early age. Uh, they helped my journey along the way. So I've also have traveled and worked uh, throughout the globe, uh, mostly in IT and finance. Now currently working in the automobile industry, still in IT. Uh, besides my work and spending time with my family, my three kids, one granddaughter already. Uh, I started when I was very, very, very young. Uh, and I also like to give back a lot to my community. I always been very involved with my community, everything from coaching little league, uh, to working with high school students that are going off to college, uh, providing that, that level of support that a lot of, uh, unfortunately, our community people don't have because they might come from a broken home or the parents didn't get an opportunity to go to college and don't have the information that they need to move forward. Uh, so I provide, that, I provide that, that, that channel for them to be able to have that information uh, so they could do better and, and also come back and provide the same support for the next to the generation coming behind them. So I'm really looking forward uh, to take on this next journey. Uh, and I'm very excited about this, uh, this project. Awesome. And thank you. Thank you, Mr. Santana. I want to just call out that as Juan mentioned, he is the backbone. So he is responsible for the operations and how we proceed with this program. He has the skill set and has been doing this in the past, as he mentioned. So we're very excited to have you um, making sure that the operational component of our Empower Me To Next program runs seamlessly. So thank you. I'd like to now introduce Leticia Nagran. So Leticia, would you introduce yourself? Sure, thank you for having me. Uh, so like you said, my name is Leticia Nagran. I am from the Bronx. 
very proud to be. <laughs> I went to Syracuse University and I got my bachelor's degree in political science. And I went to Hunter College and I got a master's degree in urban affairs with a specialization in public policy. I've been working for the public sector for about 10 years. My current role is the assistant director of the Downstate Opportunity Programs Group for the Dormitory Authority of the State of New York. And in a nutshell, my job is to make sure that minority and women-owned businesses and service-disabled veteran-owned businesses have opportunities on DASNY projects. Um, we are the authority that finances, designs, and builds government infrastructure. So we build healthcare facilities, we build courthouses, we build dormitories, um, and really my life's work for about 10 years has been working with the small business community, making sure that women like myself, minorities have opportunities in government. Awesome, thank you, thank you, Leticia. So what I also wanna call out here is that Leticia, as she mentioned, her background is very diverse, especially in the community area. And we're hoping to, with her connections and the connections with, uh, with Juan Santana, again, that we draw in the people who are underprivileged and underserved um, and bring them into the program so that we can also support them as well. So kudos, nice to meet you. And thank you for joining Leticia. Up next will be Dylan Asensio. Dylan, would you introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. My name is Dylan Asensio. I am also from the Bronx. Um, I have over five years of experience in the entertainment and event industry, um, primarily focused on music and social events. I currently hold a bachelor's degree in criminal justice, and I'm pursuing a master's in digital marketing. Excellent. Dylan, thank you so much. Um, Highly appreciate it. Um, again, we are very excited for Dylan. What I didn't mention before, and I just want to call out, so for Tisha, her role on the uh, advisory board is to be uh, heading up the marketing area. So she will be our VP of marketing and Dylan will be our uh, VP of event management. So as we start to come out of this COVID situation um, and we start to plan all these events to make sure we have people up and running to see what we're all about, uh, Dylan will be the uh, person responsible for the event management portion of Empowerment 2 Next. So thank you, Dylan, and welcome. And next up is, last but not least, Ms. Vanessa Paula. Would you introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. So my name is Vanessa Paula. I am, too, a proud Bronx Knight. Um, I hold over 10 years of uh, experience in education. I was a teacher, started off um, my service in the Bronx because it's very near and dear to me. I hold a BBA in marketing management from Baruch. I also hold a master's in education from Lehman College and also a master's in education um, for school counseling and that I was able to pursue in the counseling sector. Um, I'm a huge mental health and social emotional um, advocate. And I just look forward to um, just working together with the amazing people that I have on this team and getting our community the resources that they need. Um, awesome. So what I do want to call out again, what you see in front of you is already a very diverse team. Um, I am from the Bronx as well. I don't think I mentioned that at the beginning. I am Puerto Rican in heart, in soul, in body. Uh, we have one who is Dominican, 
Tisha and Dylan, who are Puerto Rican, and Miss Paula, Miss Vanessa Paula, who is a combination of both. So we're a big Latinx, although I don't like the word Latinx, but we are Latinx because we are a combination of all types of Spanish backgrounds. So again, thank you um, to the advisory board for your introduction. What I like to do now is kind of ask you some questions so that those who are watching will get an idea of what this Empower Me To Next program is about and how you will be supporting those programs as we kick off. So what I like to do is I will begin with a question for Mr. Santana. And the first question to you, Mr. Santana, is basically as a minority in the corporate world, because that's where you are right now, do you feel that diversity, equity, and inclusion are taking a forefront in most industries today? That's an interesting question. Before I answer that, I just want to say I, I am also from the Bronx, Dominican family, but I am from the Bronx, you know, graduated from Kennedy High School, Bronx Knight, so just want to clear that out. So it looks like the panel is full from the Bronx, so the Bronx is in the house. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so it's, that's a, a good question. I mean, as a minority in, in corporate world, I will have to say that uh, it has been challenging. I think it is, it's still challenging. Uh, I know there are a lot of companies uh, having diversity programs and opening up uh, diversity, but it, it's, it's still a, an uphill battle, uh, it's fun to say. And one thing that, I, that I, I like to tell the kids when I mentor them, also is it doesn't matter what degree you have in your hand you could be a doctor you could be a lawyer you're always going to be a latino first you're always going to be a minority first before anything else uh and we always have to try 110 percent every single day uh because you know not only are you working for you but you're representing we're always representing uh, our heritage you know i don't just go into a company as juan santana I always go to a company as a Dominican, as a minority, as a Hispanic or Latino ex. Uh, so yes, it's, I, I know that there, there are improvement. Obviously there's been improvement since I started my corporate career, but uh, we still have a, a, a way to go. Awesome, you're absolutely right. And normally what I say, not only do we have to do 110%, but even as a woman, we have to make it 220% because you know that we have to work twice as hard. So great answer. I appreciate your insights on this. The next question I have is for Leticia. So Leticia, what are some of the programs and resources available today to, my, to minorities and to women business owners that are not very apparent to them that they are available? I think that there's a variety of programs um, for small business firms specifically tailored to minority and women-owned businesses um, that people just don't know about. And it really depends where you are in your business journey. So if you're just starting out, there are entrepreneurship centers where you can get assistance with business planning and startup loans. Um, in New York State, there's a entrepreneurship center in pretty much every county. There are also, depending on if you're trying to do public work or private work, there are supplier diversity programs. There are procurement technical assistance centers that are available to help you understand how to bid on work, how to approach marketing and making connections with prime contractors if you're looking for 
subcontracting opportunities. So I think that there are a variety of services out there for free, but you have to do a lot of digging and you have to ask the questions because they're not coming to find you. You have to find them. That is so true. And, you know, especially around the, again, the minority community where the, the English language is not something that is well spoken, you know, we have to make sure that the bilingual aspect of it is also uh, incorporated into all the stuff that you know is available to all these resources. So um, that's awesome. And again, you know, we are definitely uh, very happy to make sure that you are with your background, you can spearhead that. So um, absolutely. Thank you. All right, so the next answer, I mean, sorry, the next question that I have is for Dylan. And Dylan, what are some of the opportunities you were presented with during the startup of the media and the entertainment businesses where you are involved and currently involved with today? Yep, so I credit two companies for helping me get to where I am today. Uh, one of them was Bronx Underground and they used to do music shows for all ages, um, specifically catered to teenagers when I was younger. And it was there that I got to kind of realize my love of music and love of uh, just shows and just events in general. Um, and, you know, seeing all of those bands and becoming friends with them, I thought to myself, I can do that. Um, so I sought out to find a venue to kind of book the same shows. And of course, being 16, 17 years old with no money, uh, not too many places in New York City were actually taking me seriously, um, except for one place which I am connected to today still is uh, Bowery Poetry Club. And Bowery Poetry Club was a place that allowed me to book my first show there, um, you know, with no upfront money. And they just took me in and allowed me to bring bands in, start events and just learn. And they were just a great support system. Um, that helped me get my start and I'm still closely uh, aligned with them today and they still continue to help me with uh, different aspects of my event services. Awesome. I mean, that's so awesome because I can tell you that, you know, through these programs, you know, we look to have those connections and maybe we can yeah. hold some of the events that we're looking to do as part of the Empower Me To Next program, you know, at the Bowery Club. So again, you know, it's always good to have these connections. One of my of sponsors is Never Burn Your Bridge. Always make sure you're always talking to people and the same way they give you an opportunity that we able to share and give and pay it forward. So thank you. All right. So Miss Paula, a question for you. Now you started and you continue your education and mental advocacy in the underserved and underprivileged communities, right? So give me a little, give me a reason why this drives you. Okay, so this drives me because I grew up under lots of humble beginnings and I didn't have access to opportunities or resources that I could have had to kind of tap into my true potential. I felt that I've always had to fight because unfortunately in underserved communities, we're not given the resources or access or opportunities to tap into just you know, empowering ourselves. So that's very near and dear for my heart. And I felt that it's my duty. If I've gone this far, it's my duty to kind of, it's to pay it, you know, to pay it forward, but to give back. So I was standing on the shoulders of a lot of my ancestors, but now as I'm able to kind of open that door, now it's my responsibility to continue opening that door even wider 
and lifting up my community as we continue to go so that it's a it's it's not just we can shift the narrative from surviving to thriving. Awesome. Um, and I know that you have a mantra as well is that everything that you do, you do it with love. So you always end your, you know, your end your emails, you end your letters with con mucho cariño. So I hope to see con mucho cariño become something bigger and just just amazing when as we proceed through this project. So thank you for that. Thank All you. Right. I have another, I'm just gonna go another round of questions. Um, again, this won't be the last time you get to talk to the advisory board. Um, but again, I just wanted to give you some insights into the Empowering 2 Next program. And again, as we are launching, um, we will have more information. So I'm just gonna go one more round to just make sure we get a good breath of what the Empowering 2 Next program is about. And I will reach back out to Mr. Santana. So Mr. Santana, how important do you think it is to have leadership and mentorship as part of your career path? Uh, yes, yeah, I mean, to have leadership and mentorship in your career, I mean, uh, I'm not where I'm, I, I'm not in where I am right now if I wanna have someone that mentor me along the way. Uh, like I said at the beginning of my introduction, I was lucky enough to have you in my life at a very young age. I was very extremely young, uh, maybe 10 pound lighter. <laughs> uh, so to, to have someone uh, to mentor you and guide you, uh, I mean, I still, I'm still learning. Uh, I don't know all the roles. Uh, you know, these young kids coming up, they, they think they know everything, uh, but they don't know what it is, what it takes to make it out in the corporate world. Uh, a degree, a college degree, is, it's a good beginning, but that's just, the, it is just the beginning uh, of the journey. Uh, once you graduate, that's just, is opening the door for the rest of your journey and having somebody there that can guide you through that journey and take you through the step and, and someone that you can reach out to and, you know, ask for advice and, you know, I'm doing this, you know, should I do something differently? Uh, the young kids need to have someone to talk to and guide them through 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 their professional career and, and learn how to navigate uh, the corporate world because it's, 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 there are a lot of sharks out there. There are a lot of sharks out there. Uh, not everybody's going to be your friend. Uh, that is so true. That is so true. That uh, is so true. I, I've been blessed. I, I have two women in my life, which are my two longest relationships, my wife and, and Susan. Uh, over 30 years, uh, and I've been blessed. Blessed to have someone in my professional career that can guide me and have someone in my personal life that gave me the support that I needed to, to do the sacrifice that I did to get to where I am. Well, the blessing is mutual, and there's, there's, there's blessings amongst all of us. So, you know, this is, this is a very important uh, philanthropy journey for me. Um, I always say I'm on God's wings, and he always puts people in our lives for a reason. So hopefully while you're listening to us and, and hearing all about us, that you also feel that connection, um, which is a very spiritual, very, very godly connection. So again, uh, thank you, Juan. I appreciate that. And I will always be on your side. I will be on everyone's side for that matter. I um, I'm going <laughs> to change it up a little bit and I'm going to go to Dylan next on the next question. And that question is Dylan. If you were listening right now and you were seeking empowerment of your mind through this program, 
which journeys will you consider selecting and why? Uh, most definitely peer mentorship would be the most important one for me. Um, you know, if I was listening to it, as Juan said, just piggybacking off of what he said, mentorship is important. And having that support system and that person to help guide you is something that we all need, no matter what stage of our lives we're in. Um, you know, like I said earlier, I'm still in communication with Bowery Poetry Club, and I still work with them to do certain events, and they still help me out in ways that, you know, they used to when I was 16 and 17 year old, years old. So I think that that's something that um, we can gain a lot from. Um, again, I'm also someone who's pursuing a second college degree, but I still need that guidance. Thank you. I still need that guidance to, you know, get to the next step of my life. And just having a support system is just extremely important. Um, and it's just so invaluable. Awesome. I, I totally agree with you. I mean, even till this day, um, you know, sometimes people think that internships and mentorship and just peer to peer is about young kids, youth, but it's, it's all the way, you know, you have some people kind of like me that started late, as I mentioned in the beginning, pursuing my PhD. Um, I'm, I'm pretty old. I can just say I'm more than 50, but I won't tell you exactly. But anyhow, you know, when you tell someone that you are pursuing your, you know, postgraduate degree and you're going for your doctorate, they look at you and ask you why. And my response is always, why not? You know, why not? If it's, if it's available to me and I have the resources to do it, then by all means, I'm gonna go for it. So I appreciate that, Dylan. I really believe that mentorship um, is very important. And as uh, Juan mentioned, you know, we kind of been mentoring each other along the way. I've known him for over 30 years um, and we've worked together very closely. So, but that's for another, another podcast. We'll tell you how we met and how the rest of us are connected. Um, I'm going to go to uh, Vanessa. I'm going to go to you next. And I'm going to ask you, what is one thing that we can already do today um, to ensure that we leave a legacy of wealth, health, and mucho cariño for our children and their children? Well, you know, con mucho cariño. Okay, so I think we lost Vanessa. She gave too much love and uh, we lost her. So we'll say about, oh, there she is. <laughs> so Miss Paula, we're having a hard time with your um, internet connection. So I'm gonna save the question for the end. Um, maybe something's going on with your internet connection, you're laughing. So we didn't hear anything you had to say. So. Do you want to answer the question one more time? I paid, I paid my optimum bill. I just, I have the receipt if you need to see it. I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but this keeps happening and I got beef, but <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Can you repeat this? So the All question right, so I'm was- gonna, I'm going to repeat the question. And the question was, <laughs> what sorry. is one thing we can already do today to ensure really a legacy of wealth, health, and mucho cariño for our children and their children? So it, it, it starts with love, right? And I think that love is not just something that we express with our words, but express with our actions. So when we start to build those relationships, but also nurture those relationships with those around us, our family members, you know, those in our community, it's, it's really, really important to know that 
Think of it like a garden. If you don't nourish the flower, you don't nourish the garden, it's not going to grow. So just always keeping that in heart and actions always speak louder than words. I paid my bill though. I paid my bill. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. Um, and believe me, you're not the only one. I was on a very high uh, executive call this morning and the main person who was talking all of a sudden just went blank. Um, and the funny thing was that when that person came back on, um, they didn't know that they were back on the screen. So the image that was uh, instilled in my mind was not a good image. So don't worry about it. I got you. Okay. All right, Tisha, I'm going to close out the uh, meet and greet with the last question for Tisha. And basically, the question is, during your tenure in government compliance and outreach, as well as marketing development, what were some of the challenges that you faced and how did you approach them? Well, the main part of my job is finding these opportunities for minority and women-owned businesses. And I think the, big, the biggest challenge in that is overcoming the stereotype that minority firms or women-owned firms are unqualified or unprofessional or shouldn't be at the table. Um, since I work in the public sector, there are goals on government contracts. So prime contractors are required to utilize small business firms that are certified as minority or women-owned businesses. And there's been a lot of pushback against that. Um, so it's very challenging because you have to have a level of buy-in from these larger companies to use these smaller firms that may be starting out, may be smaller, but have an expertise, you know, are very knowledgeable. But all, all these bigger companies can see is that we're being forced to use these firms. And there's a lot of um, negativity associated with that. You know, nobody likes to be forced to do something. Um, so it's been a lot of relationship building, a lot of, of an education campaign to show that minority and women-owned businesses are qualified, are capable, and have a right to have a piece of the pie because historically we've been shut out of the conversation for far too long. Awesome. So I had a little glitch on the website. So I'm um, sorry about that. I too paid the bill. So I know <laughs> I have the receipt to show for it. So um, we are all good. Um, so I want to wrap up again to the advisory board. Thank you so much, first of all, for your transparency um, and for your trust in this program, your trust in me, and just you know your support to make sure that this program is a successful program. And of course, those of you who are listening, we went through our seven journeys. Um, please go to the website, which is empowermetonext.org. And there you will see all the journeys listed. And if you're interested in signing up, um, feel free to drop a note. There's a emails, um, you can sign up. I can put you on the newsletter. So make sure you subscribe. And again, you know, we are looking forward to working with you. Um, providing you with the resources, the mentorship, the empowerment that is the epitome behind Empower, you, empower, empower Me to Next. Um, and therefore, um, again, I want to say thank you to the um, advisory board. Uh, definitely really looking forward to working with all of you. And more importantly, I'm definitely looking forward to the journey and those who will take the journey with us. So on that note, um, again, thank you all. Have a great evening. 
stay safe and we will talk again really soon. Bye everyone.